Well, hey, friends, Anthony Gamage here, uh, lead pastor of New Life Presbyterian Church in Dresher, Pennsylvania. Uh, first of all, let me just, if you're watching this at home, uh, first apologize for uh, the lackluster scenery that we have going on here. It is hard in a pandemic to find a quiet corner of the house to do things like record, and when you do, sometimes you don't have much to work with as a backdrop. Uh, and so that's what we're looking at here. If you're wondering about the microphone, we're trying to make this both a podcast and a vodcast. So uh, anyway, thanks for your patience with this. Uh, so if you are a member or a regular attender of New Life PCA in Dresher, you will be receiving this video in an email on June 19th, also known as Juneteenth. Now for those of you who may not be aware of what Juneteenth is, on June 19th, 1865, Major General Gordon Granger landed in Galveston, Texas with news that the war had ended and that the enslaved were now free. Now note that this was two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official January 1st, 1863. The Emancipation Proclamation really had little impact on the Texans due to the minimal number of Union troops to enforce the executive order. Uh, however, with the surrender of General Lee in April of 1865 and the arraign, uh, arrival of General Granger's regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome this resistance. So the bottom line was, was when they heard this news, June 19th was a beautiful day for the enslaved Africans or African Americans at the time. In fact, it said that they celebrated by praying together, by dancing, and by eating together. So friends, this is a significant day for African Americans in our nation here in the 21st century, and uh, really, I would argue that it's significant for people of color on many different levels. Hopefully we'll get to that at some point. But even with the celebratory nature of this day, I believe that Something as simple as the time frame of when the Emancipation Proclamation was read to the time it began uh, to be implemented in Texas two and a half years shows us the lamentable stubbornness of the nature of the sin of racism in our country. And so even if you do a small bit of digging, you'll see it's not just this big, you know, systemic U.S. thing. It's been prevalent in the church for many centuries. And so you're receiving this email today because I personally believe that it's important for us to keep this topic of ethnicity, race, and injustice in the forefront of our minds and our hearts as a church. Uh, so my intent is to make this video, vodcast, podcast, really a short series of videos and podcasts. But for now, I wanted to use this time to simply um, uh, take this significant day to continue to resource those of us who um, are a part of a church that really is a, a majority culture, suburban, and relatively insulated church to push us to think biblically uh, about these topics and to, and to just be more aware of some of what's going on around us. So with regards to this email, let me just uh, say this. So the first thing is this, which will be part of a brief series of podcasts and vodcasts. So in order to follow along with it, let me invite you to subscribe to the New Life Dresser podcast, however you listen to your podcast, or to head over if you want to watch it to Vimeo and follow along there. Uh, the topics that I hope to cover briefly in the coming days are, uh, is the idea of racial injustice a gospel issue? Uh, the uh, Answer the question, what's unique about this moment from a gospel standpoint? And in particular, as it pertains to that, looking at the convergence of the biblical ideas of oppression, reconciliation, and grief. Also included in this email is a link to a lament service that gives us a chance to uh, really take our grief and our fears over racial injustice to God in the form of lament. Um, it's already live, so uh, I'd invite you to maybe here on Juneteenth, maybe this evening, to safely gather with friends and lament together. Uh, I want to just offer a big thank you to Tommy Leahy and his teams who have worked hard to pull this together for us. 
what I really believe is more important uh, than you hearing from me, uh, a white guy, <laughs> is hearing the voices of our other black brothers and sisters in the church as they walk through and process the topic of racial injustice. Uh, hear me say this. Uh, I do believe that action is important. Uh, on this topic and really any topic of injustice that the Lord puts uh, across our radar. But I also know for myself that action is birthed from an awareness of what's happening, uh, especially in the areas of injustice and what's happened here for hundreds of years. And so uh, a big part of this email is just really saying, hey, be aware, right? Listen to our black brothers and sisters as they process this. Uh, Let me just say this. If you watch or read or listen to anything in this email, spend time watching the video from Epiphany Fellowship Church uh, that's included, that's here in Philly. Uh, Eric Mason and his team do a masterful job mixing awareness of racial issues with biblical categories, and um, I've also included a link to their podcast so you can hear different facets of the gospel being applied in a very different context from week to week. I also included another two articles from Philly's own Shai Lin. Uh, Shai is a rapper, a writer, uh, and a former pastor who loves Jesus, thinks clearly, and shares his emotions on this topic honestly. Uh, the second ar- article I gave you of his, um, it, it definitely links into this topic of racial injustice, but it really pushes against our culture of labeling and canceling one another, which is really unchristian and unbiblical. And so spend some time reading that. I I promise you it'll be fruitful, challenging, but fruitful. Uh, Finally, there's two book recommendations. Uh, The first one is the only non-Christian resource in the mix called The Warmth of Other Sons by Isabel Wilkerson. Uh, I include it because my reading this book three years ago became a watershed moment for my understanding of the long-lasting systemic impact of racial injustice in our country. So hopefully that's uh, helpful to you. And then the last resource is a second book by Eric It's a book by Eric Mason. It's the second book on the list called Woke Church. Uh, I have not yet read it. It's in my queue. I'm reading another book on this topic right now, but uh, I've had enough trusted friends suggest it to me to be able to offer it to you. Well, friends, thanks for watching or listening, and I pray uh, that these resources prove fruitful for you. Uh, Also know that I'm just praying for you because this isn't the only thing going on right now with pandemics, other forms of injustice, other griefs that are on our hearts, other areas we're trusting the Lord to move uh, and bring reconciliation and and restoration. And so uh, just know that you are ever in my prayers. Uh, And so uh, anyway, I hope you have a great weekend. Take care.